You're listening to the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield, the place where you as a dad will gain more tools for your fathering toolbox and where moms and daughters are also invited to listen into the conversation. Now, here is your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Hello and welcome back to the Dad Whisperer Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. And if you're a father who's ready to add more tools to your fathering toolbox, today I am so glad you're here. I invite you to this conversation and welcome you. And even though I specialize in the dad daughter relationship, you know that these tools also work with your sons too. And the reason for that is because it's all about you as a father becoming more equipped so that you can intentionally and consistently pursue the heart of your daughters and your sons. Well, you know the grid, but let me review it real quickly, which is just on your mark, get set, go. So dads, picture yourselves standing side by side each other, getting ready to run your fathering race this week. I'm on the sidelines as your coach cheering you on and saying what? On your mark, get set, go. On your mark is the topic or the theme. Get set is filling that in with stories and stats and go is always your practical action step so that you can put your love for them into action today, this week, this month, this year, and you can do it now without any questions because we're going to make it clear here. And today I'm so excited to have a guest coach joining me by the name of Benny Chi. I say Chiara. that's how it looks on paper if you want to spell it out and Google him, but it's actually, as I just learned in Italian, Dichera. So I'm so glad that my new friend is here. We've connected the last couple of days here at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention here in Nashville, Tennessee. So you're going to hear noise behind us today. It's not a quiet studio booth, but we are here ready to tell dads, I would say, more practical action steps, yes, but also Benny's going to be sharing his story. So welcome, Benny Deshera. See, I'm going to have to learn this. It's quite all right. Hey, that works. Benny's going to be great. So yeah. we'll and, do but that. now say your last name Eve, in real Italian. In real Italian is Dicchiata. Dicchiata. Right? Because, you know, the C-H is pronounced like a K. R's are rolled like a oh D. Oh, my goodness. Right? So you have to get into that whole mafia movie thing. But, like, in, <laughs> in English, it's Deshera. So there you go, Deshera. Well done. Thanks okay. for having me. Okay. Well, thanks for being here. Let me tell you guys a little bit about him. So he is a New Orleans native who wears multiple hats as a singer songwriter. He's a lead singer in a band called Empowered. Is that a great name or what? He's a businessman and a motivational speaker. He's also a U.S. Navy veteran who first fronted a secular rock band before surrendering his music to ministry. Benny has been through a couple of life-changing experiences that have profoundly shaped his life, and he's going to be talking about those things today and about how he now lives intentionally in more ways than he did before these experiences, which just shows that God never wastes pain, does he? And he's going to be talking also about how these these events have shaped him as a dad to his two adult daughters, 41-year-old Tiffany and 40-year-old Brandy. Did I say that right? That's right. Okay, she spells it with an E at the end, so I bet everybody's does, like, how do same. you spell that? And what I want to just highlight is that 
They are both his gifts and happen to have birthdays because they were both born on Christmas Day. Talk yeah. about always reminding you that your daughters are a gift. That is such a cool story. Welcome, Benny. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. God has a sense of humor, right? Two yes. girls, Christmas Day, crazy stuff. <laughs> right? Okay. Well, today on your mark, the title for our conversation is When Death Forces You to Live Life on Purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's dive right in, Benny. I would love you to just start by talking about your relationship with your two daughters. Because before our interview, you told me that Tiffany is your stepdaughter, but you never call her that. No. You call her your daughter. Yes. So you're part of a blended family. Tell us just a little bit about your story that way. Yeah. So there's probably a book one day, like the Brady Bunch on speed or something. It's crazy. <laughs> so and my wife and I have been married 23 years. Um, she had a daughter and a son. I had a daughter and a son. So we blended four teenagers wow. in... Right, so is that why you have no hair? It's that could be part <laughs> okay. of it. I told, my, I, I told my grandkids the other day, I'm growing Papa's growing up through his hair, so I don't know if they get that, <laughs> but it's that off the wall sense of humor. They so the girls, when we blended Tiffany, who I call Fifi, and that's my that's nickname awesome. for her, it's French for Tiffany, so, oh, so Fifi that's great. and Garrett, right? And so their dad, not really present. Okay. Right. And me coming out of my divorce because I had lived all over the place trying to just get things done. So it was the every other weekend type thing, whatever. So all of a sudden, right before my wife and I get married, I get a phone call from my ex-wife who says, this is too much for me. I can't do it. They're yours. And I'm like, well, I know because I had been praying to have my kids since because the divorce was kind of nasty. And I don't know if any of your listener dads have gone through it, but I'm just here to tell you, Jesus is in that if you listen. So, what does that mean? Because we know there are dads listening. I mean, so many have been through divorce or maybe right where you were then. Okay. Here's what I mean by that Jesus is there if we're listening. A lot of times we get in our own way. As a dad, as a man, we get in our own way. We're, We're wrapped up into, oh, woe is me, and look at what's happening to me. And the dominant word that you just heard is what? me mm-hmm. where we should flip it and if we'll take our eyes off of ourselves in those situations and put them on Jesus and let him direct us through those seasons mm-hmm. it's an easier transition even though it's bad right so no like I was not saved when I went through my divorce and and I will say this I was in church every Sunday okay had I gotten in a wreck on the way home I would wake up in hell because I did not know Jesus. I knew who he was. I could tell you about him. Yeah. I could tell you about God. But the whole, everybody's going to creep out here. The the whole knowing him uh-huh. in my heart and being saved. I was like, you can't say being saved. That's weird. I'm like, listen, read the Bible, especially what's in red. Okay. Because that's Jesus speaking. And in John 14, 6, Lest you come through me, there's no entrance. When you have that foundation, this other stuff, junk, goes through it. It makes it, you ready for this, easier to deal with your now ex-spouse. Okay. And it makes it easier to deal with your children who are feeling the effects of that divorce as much or maybe even more than you yeah. because something's missing, yeah. well, a I'm, parent's missing. And I'm glad you broke that down because I, I want always here on the Dad Whisper podcast for dads to know what we mean by phrases that we may just yes. say all the time. Yes. And I think that's a beautiful segue, Benny, to just say that 
you're talking about leading from your heart yes. place connected to Jesus rather than your hurt. That's right. And now let's talk about your, the loss of your dad, who is in heaven now, yep. which prompted you to write a song about him. Yeah. So after after I got saved, the the you know I had a secular rock band way back in the day. So my hair was like yours. It was. <laughs> and so my, my wife saw pictures of my former band, and she's like, "We would have never dated." And I'm like, "Don't prejudge. It's okay." So you know, and we did original stuff, and we're trying to be famous, right? So I get saved, and and all of a you know, and I'm looking around, I'm like. Lord, what do you want me to do with this music stuff, basically? Because I can't do tambourines and hallelujah. I mean, I will, <laughs> but really? Yeah. And he said, have I been waiting for you? So we do the thing. And so fast forwarding through all that, I'm doing that. And that's how my wife and I met. And so we did a, we, we did our first first album release in uh, 2012. And then in 2019, we did the current one. And that one's doing stellar. And so Mikey Howard is our producer on that. And he's an astounding man of God, mentor, friend, this, that, and the other. So yeah. all that as a segue in getting into your question, I know I took the off ramp, so I'm sorry, <laughs> but it happens because I'm a guy and, and, and a dad. So, so as we're doing this and the record's doing well, everything. So my dad, Sicilian, not very, as a, as a dad, not very outgoing so far as verbally signs of affection very much a get it done. I'm raising six kids. I'm working seven days a week. Mm-hmm. That type thing, right? Providing. Just providing. And so, you know, and it came to the point where after I graduated high school, he's like, have I ever told you I'm proud of you? I'm like, well, you know, Dad, not really. And he uh-huh. says, well, I am. Okay. By the way, you're fired. Because he had a roofing company. He was okay. teaching me to take it over. And he okay. fired me. He says, go find air conditioning in the summer. Don't get out here doing this. I've been doing this since I was 16. That type thing. Okay. So, But we had, my dad taught me a lot about integrity. Mm-hmm. Like, if this is what's expected on a job and our name is on that truck, this is what you do. Right. And so there was that. But again, we were in church every Sunday, but I didn't have that relationship. So... After I got saved, they they were like, "You're a Jesus freak," and I'm like, "I'm been called a lot of stuff. I'm <laughs> hip with that." So, so we're doing it, and and he had quintuple bypass in the heart, aortic bypass in the legs. His plumbing yeah. was all messed up. Uh-huh. And one day in September of twenty, he tells my mom, he's like, "I have a pain in my hip, and I think I have a blood clot." This is my dad. I think I have a blood clot. So let's go get it checked. So they go to the hospital. Doctors come back and they go. Hey, dude, you have cancer. And he's like, really? And they go, yeah. And he's like, well, how bad? They said, like, get your things in order. Bad. Oh, my. So in the 80s, I was a Navy corpsman, which is a medic. Uh So I'm looking at his PET scans, his x-rays. And it's been a long time since I've read x-rays. But you know what you know. And I'm looking. And I am a strong man in my faith. I know where my future lies. And I'm looking at this thing going, my poor daddy doesn't have a shot. He is going to obviously be healed in heaven. Uh-huh. That type, you know, that realization yeah. hits. And so from diagnosis to death in this world, nine days. Wow. Like it happened like that. 
So while we didn't have this big emotional, touchy-feely thing, my, my dad and I, whenever we said goodbye, we'd always kiss each other on the cheek. It's an Italian thing. Mm-hmm. And if anybody wants to question that, you know, we'll take you down. No, I'm kidding. But, it's, but it was like that, right, relationship. And so the, the biggest thing he told me within the last nine days of his life was, I may not be here for you next week. And you may as well just throw a javelin right through your chest, yeah, right? Because exactly. I was like, come on, Dad. So He knew. He knew. But then within the last two or three days, because I'm ordained as well, so his, his nickname for me is Pastor Boy, which is kind of funny. <laughs> and so we had the talk, right? And I was like, so, Dad, I need you to tell me how you know where you're going because this is important. Not only do you have a, a place at the buffet table, you have a name tag set out. So, oh, that's awesome. Like, come with. And he goes, yes, Pastor Boy, I know where I'm going. And I said, Dad, any other day, that's a great, cute answer. But I need you to bring it today. If not for you, for me, I need you to tell me. And he's like, well, Jesus died and he rose again. I believe that. I'm going to heaven. And I said, just that simple. You are correct. doesn't matter what the doctors are telling me because you are about to be immaculately healed in heaven. And I'm just telling you that now. And you know what's great about it? I know your address. So it's great for me. So that's what prompted the song. That's what prompted the song. Which is called, tell everybody the name. I love the daddy song. I'll meet you there. And then in parentheses, daddy song. And so, and it's it's just... um, you know, I tell my kids all the time, especially my daughters, because girls have it worse than the boys, because boys are dumb, and we're about 10 years behind girls, and once you're a real man, you realize <laughs> you're about 10 years back. Okay. So, right? And so... And, you but, can say that, I can't. Uh, no, okay. but I can't, because I'm yeah. a dude, yeah. so I know. And so, very protective, very protective of the girls, this, that, and other, and, and I don't want to leave my kids Alexis. I don't want to leave them a house. I don't want to leave them money that they can whatever. My kids are all saved and they're living for Jesus as great. But yeah, I want to leave them legacy. Right. Something that's deeper than that's of this world. And that's there when you're not. Exactly. Legacy outlives you. Yeah. It does. Right. And as a dad, that's so important, whether it's your sons or your daughters. But, and, and especially, there's such a lack of male leadership as a dad in the world right now for our girls uh-huh. that they're dating. Okay, I'm just going to be real if I can. Okay, they're dating idiots. Okay, okay and, come and on. They, they just yeah, are. bring it. And, you know, oh, because this guy's giving me platitudes about yeah. how hot I am or how cute I am or how whatever. And I'm like, listen. All that stuff is facade. I want you to find a guy with foundation. It's great to have the big pretty house, what he's telling you. But if that foundation, if that foundation of Jesus Christ is not there, then dad's going to have an issue with him. I'm going to tell him I have an issue with him. And you're going to either accept it or get mad. But that's not on me because I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to be your dad. Just like God says, I'm your father. But when you do certain things, you have to answer for that. So what I so appreciate, Benny, is that you're talking about this relationship with your daughters and that you had with your dad that was about honesty you can say it you can keep it real and there's a conversation happening which is obviously one of the things I'm all about is dads and daughters communicating and so you're letting your girls know you know I'm not going to be here forever and that's why today I have never titled in five and a half years anything on this show any title about death 
But we're going to come take a break. And when we come back, I want you to share more of your personal story then about what you have faced medically that has also had you have a quote, come to Jesus moment that's clarified the way that you relate to your daughter. So we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Are you a dad who has ever desired a deeper connection with your daughter, but haven't known how to go about it? Let's Talk Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters is the very resource you need. Dr. Michelle wrote it with you dads in mind. This book will support you with scripted questions, equip you to decode your daughter, and inspire you with stories of other dads and daughters. Don't wait any longer to be the hero you want to be and that your daughter needs you to be. So, to let the talking begin, head on over to drmichellewatson.com forward slash books and order your copy today. This book will become a favorite in your fathering toolbox and will give you the answers you've been looking for. That's drmichellewatson.com forward slash books. Now, back to the Dad Whisperer podcast. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, I'm talking today with Christian rocker Benny Dichetta. I'm I'm trying to really get my Italian on today. How right? are you? My name is Michelle. Just you know, Michelle. That's right. I, I, Roll see, L. I've got some of that in here, you know, in, inside of me. So Benny is here sharing today not only about how losing his dad, which was what year? 2020? 20, yeah, 2020. So, you know, right in the middle of COVID, his dad goes to heaven, really having him, I would say, have a you know, a wake up, an awakening moment of really thinking about life and living life on purpose. Mm -hmm. And death does that, doesn't it? It forces us to reevaluate our life, which leads me to ask you to share your story then about a medical challenge you had. What was it? Six years ago. Six years ago. Tell us that story. Yeah. It's interesting that you would segue into this like that because, you know, when it's too late, it's too late, right? It it just is. So six years ago, there's an election going on, and I'm the politico in our family. My wife is not. So um, so I'm watching the news late because I wanted to see who lined up with me, spiritually especially. And I fell asleep in the living room. And so at 6.30 the next morning, my alarm went off, which was on my phone, which was in the bedroom with my wife. So, okay, men. Okay, dad. So if your alarm's going off in the bedroom with your wife and you're in the living room sleeping, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. So, So the door opens. My wife's coming out and she has her phone extended to me. I stood up from the sofa. That is the last thing I remember for like 20 minutes. I have a hole and it's just, I really believe God has given me a protective covering over that painful moment. So Donna, my wife, her recollection to the neurosurgeons were, I was horizontal when I got, when I got to the wood floors and fell wow. without any slip in anything like that my head struck the floor i had a double fracture in the back of my skull a frontal lobe crush oh my um, goodness we went i laid in the bed for a couple of minutes all that navy medical training came in and i said we've got to get to the hospital so we did icu mris the whole thing after three days they let me out of the hospital to go home it was 20 hours a day sleeping the first month because your brain just shuts down. And what did they think originally activated it? Was, they have no it idea. wasn't a stroke. The, no. It was some kind of, or a Nothing. seizure, or they don't they know. They don't know. And so I know what it was. And so in some ways, when you're hard-headed, and I'm not saying I'm particularly hard-headed because I was saved and living my life for him, 
when he really wants to get your attention for what he has for you, sometimes I believe God will go to the extremes. You know, I was talking to somebody. So Jacob is wrestling with God all night. And at the end of the night, God goes, boop, and he touches his hip and he walks with a limp for the rest of his life as a reminder that what? He wrestled with God. So for me, I still, six years later, have no taste and no smell. They're gone. I don't get, I feel things. It's all texture, but it's gone. All as a result of this trauma. All as a result of a brain injury. That's the two things that have not come back. And so someone asked me if I prayed for it, if I was upset if it hadn't come back. And I said, sure, I've prayed for it. But here's the thing. If the loss of my taste and smell is my Jacob moment where God reminds me that he stepped into my life and saved it. I'm so great with that because we're having a discussion at NRB in Nashville right? this morning. And so I'm here to be able to talk about it. And yeah. so, yeah, it's a great reminder. So what you was have to look that, at it that way. Yeah. What was that whole experience like for you then in, in, I would imagine making you more grateful that you are still alive, that you are still yeah. sane it, and can connect. You know, we're talking specifically about your daughters. Yeah, you can't. They, and they were there. They, were they? The, the first month, I don't remember anything, but they were at the house. They were supporting mom, right? And, yeah. and they were just they were just there. And that's why I've never called my kids steps. All my kids were there. So, you know, because there's a fear. Is if So dad's alive, but... Is he going to be the same? Is he going to be this crazy on the ceiling person that he's yeah. always been? So the answer to that's yes. Um, watch to my wife's dismay. I think she's like maybe if he had a slowdown, it'd be great. But <laughs> but but there's yeah. there's that right. And you do listen. It's in my second month of recovery, Don had gone to the store. I had a walker to get around in the That'll house. That'll humble you. It does, right? And so as I'm there, I get an audible man's voice. Speaking of dads. I know who this is speaking to me. God, now as like an, you ar- this as an artist, you get it in the Holy Spirit, right? No, this was like in the ears, audible voice. Benny, I have huge and great plans for you coming out of this. And this went on for a couple of days. Huh. And in the very last day, he says, Benjamin went biblical. I said, I have huge and great plans for you coming out. So I said, oh, Lord, I know what you're doing. Jeremiah 29, 11 is my favorite verse because it's the best promise ever. And you're affirming me. And so we're having this discussion. Say the verse for we're, those that right, don't know it. For I know the plans for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans for a hope and, and a, a future. future. Well, guess what? Unless you're alive, you've got no future. So he saves my life to give yeah. me life to have a future. And then he tells me, you ready for this? The next song you write for me needs to be titled Jeremiah 29, 11. And this is, this is the gist of it. What I did for you, stepped into your life and saved it, yeah. I can do for anybody if they just press in. It's the third cut on the new record. And just and the name of it is your album? Jeremiah 29, 11. The album is Three Days. Three Days. And just, so we know what you're talking about. We know what we're talking about. Resurrection power. And I think that's, Benny, why I wanted you to come here today. Because I did, any of you can do what I did. You just go on YouTube yeah. and you Google, you know, Empower, the name of his band. Yeah. And Benny, D-I, capital C-H-I-A-R-R-A. So you, A-R-A, if you haven't yeah. been, you know, today I've made a thing of your That's last right. name because it's hard to spell if you don't know that. Or just and Empowered listen, Official on YouTube. You okay, see, there yeah. you go. And you listen to this song, I'll Be There. 
I'll meet you there. I'll meet you there. Yeah. Because what I loved in the lyrics, Benny, because when it's when it was Daddy's song, I'm like, we've got to talk today because this is a you don't call it Daddy's song. Well, I, you could have called it Dad's song, but when someone calls their dad Daddy, I know there's a close relationship. That's and right. one of the things you talked about that I loved is about walking into heaven, and both you and him taking God the Father's hand. Yeah. And I thought, how have you now, since the experience of going through your own near-death experience right. potentially and and i say potentially did they say it was near death Ew. there was could've a been, lot right? of uns- it, a, it could right, have been a, i had a 50 50 shot okay from there you what go. I get. so that's going to give you some clarity and then you lose your dad you know realizing that there is a final day that we're on earth and that's you right. talked about being alive alive in heaven that's right how have these two experiences as we get ready to land the plane shaped how you invest in your daughters now it's like this I have a birth year, and when I go to heaven, I'm going to have a end-of-life date on my tombstone. And in between those two dates, there's going to be this line called the dash. And for all practical purposes, that dash equates to life. My judgment acceptance into heaven is not based on that first date or that last date, but has everything to do with how I live that dash moment, right? So as a dad, I want to see my heavenly father. And I know that everything I do here has to point to him. So it's a little dangerous with me right now because I'll talk to fire hydrant about Jesus. My wife says it. So that's kind of the difference. That is awesome. Okay, so here's my last question. Sure. I love ending every show with a go step. So what, if you were talking to a dad right now sitting across from you, what is one thing, maybe two, that you would encourage fathers of daughters to do today to help their daughters live their lives on purpose and with purpose, with eternity in view? I would say it like this. If I were God speaking to a guy, it would be love others, but especially your daughters and children as I love you. Because you give out what you have. You give out what you have. I love that. Let the Father love you. Let Jesus love you. And then you're going to give that out to your kids. Wow. Well, it's been such a joy to have you here. On Your Mark today has been when death forces you to live life on purpose. Today, you've heard from my friend, my new friend, Benny D. Shiara. That's it. DeShera. Go, go with it. Okay, I'm Boom. getting it. Whatever. Done. Between today and next week, I trust that you will take his story to heart. Think about how your days on earth are numbered. Yeah. And that means if you live life now on purpose, your girls are going to follow your example, Dad. That's right. They're going to see what you do, and they're going to do the same. Well, as always, you can go to my website at drmichellewatson.com. There are free resources there. You can sign up for my monthly and bi-monthly Dad Daughter Friday blogs. There's also a link where you can find my books, Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You, a guide for connecting with your daughter's heart, and Let's Talk Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters. You can also subscribe to the Dad Whisperer podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Well, this wraps up another week's program. It's been so great to be here with you all again. I'm Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield, the Dad Whisperer, encouraging you to make today a day where you intentionally and consistently invest in pursuing your daughter's hearts. Go Dads. Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Dad Whisperer podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield. We trust you've been encouraged by today's program, where you've been equipped with practical action steps to strengthen your relationships. Dr. Michelle loves hearing from you, so why not write her at drmichelle at thedadwhisperer.com. 
As always, you can listen to the Dad Whisperer podcast anytime on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Give a listen, subscribe, and leave us a review. For free resources or to invite Dr. Michelle to speak at your next event, go to drmichellewatson.com for more information. That's drmichellewatson.com. Thanks for being with us today, and we look forward to you joining us again on the Dad Whisperer podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield. Canfield.